I wanted to ask you about um, Garrick Rivers. He had 24 snaps on Sunday, and curious to um, get your impression on what you've seen from him as he's earned his way onto the field uh, Sunday and, and in back-to-back games, for that matter. Um, yeah, I thought Derek played hard. He made a couple um, real good effort plays in pursuit, and you know it's great to have him on the field. Just just good to see him out there, and um, he's playing fast and he's playing hard. So hopefully he can you know continue to, to make contributions and help us. Uh, I guess uh, following up on that point, Bill, I know you judge a lot on production, but. Um, are there productive elements of this game, like on Sunday, that just don't show up in the stats that, that come out on film? Well, yeah, absolutely. Defensively, everybody has an assignment, and if they carry out that assignment, um, sometimes if you carry out your assignment well, that means somebody else is going to make a play. So, yeah, we, we look at the whole thing. It's, but look, it's a production business, but production is, is being able to take care of your responsibility um, consistently so that's that's really what that's about and, and if I could just one more on on Derek how important are the reps for him at regular season game speed yeah well that's they're the best um, it's great to practice and go through everything but being at full speed that's that's real football that's that's what it's about perfect thanks Bill you're welcome uh, next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Doug Tide. Hey, Bill, I just wanted to ask you about the uh, red zone defense. And if there, I'm sure it's not just one thing, but if there's anything or a couple of things that you can think of that's the reason why it hasn't been quite as uh, successful this year. Uh, yeah, I think, well, we've had our moments, that's for sure. Um, so, you know, there there are times when it's been good. There are times uh, like last week where it was good for a number of plays, but ended up the final play got in there. Uh, they scored on the final play of the drive where we had made stops or you know stopping another effort. So we just got to be a little more consistent and, and be able to finish those drives. If we get them in a third down in the right area, be able to make a play on third down or take it. You know. We'd, had an opportunity to had our hands on a couple of balls there in the end zone uh, that could have could have possibly turned those drives into no point. Um, so you know, we're close. We just gotta just gotta make those plays. Our next question Thanks, is Bill. High, followed by Mike. Hi, Bill. Uh, I noticed that J.C. Jackson was kind of rotated into the defense a little bit more. Was that mostly done just to, I guess, get him some, some game reps? Um, no, it was done because we were trying to win the game. What did you notice from, from J.C. on those snaps? Well, J.C.'s done a good job for us in the opportunities that he's had. I mean, obviously he had a big interception, uh, had a couple of penalties, so you know, some good things, some things that we need to work on to improve. But he's competing hard. He's getting better every week, and so that's a good thing. One more question. This might be a, kind of a, a day late question, but just something that I've been curious about. Are there limitations in reviewing film of a game at Soldier Field just with the positioning of, of the cameras? It's a low shot, yeah. It's probably one of the lowest. Um, probably one of the lowest that we see. Uh, you think it's usable, but it's, 
the advantage advantage point is, is lower on the sideline shot. The end zone shot's high, like um, most of the ones we get. But sometimes on the, the far side of the field, it's a little harder to tell sometimes uh, what the leverage is or you know where exactly the, the relationships are uh, with that angle. Thank you. Uh, next question, Mike Reese. Um, Bill, uh, the, the Fox TV network is touting um, your voiceover leading into the World Series tonight. Uh, how much did you enjoy uh, that experience? Yeah, it was awesome. I was honored that uh, they asked me to do it, and um, so it was. Yeah, it was. It was great to be a part of that. It's great. I'm not really a have much of a baseball background, but the World Series is one of the great sporting events uh, in this country, and has great tradition to it, especially with these two franchises. So, um, yeah, I'm very humbled to have been asked to participate in that. And, Look, look forward to watching some of it. Nice. Um, and and then just transitioning to football, uh, back in the division uh, this week, and um, just assuming that you're transitioning now to look at the the Bills a little bit. What just the division, AFC East in general? What when you look at the division, what are what are the challenges? Or, or what stands out to you about the division? What defines the division as you guys sort of focus on transitioning to divisional play here? Uh, well, I think there's quite a bit of continuity um, in some aspects. So certainly the Carolina defense, um, the Miami system, uh, all their coordinators stayed intact. And, you know, they're always new players, um, and there there are some new coaches. But I'd say overall the Carolina system, I mean the Buffalo system, which is similar to the Carolina system on defense, um, has, has stayed intact through um, you know Coach McDermott. Some are in Miami and think they're elements. I mean, we don't I haven't seen the Jets yet, so I don't know about that. So yeah. you know, there's you know, there have been years where it's been, you know, more turnover on the coaching staff, which is leads to more turnover with players, which leads to more schemes. Um here I think there's some some degree of carryover. Uh, next question, Zach Cox, called by Ben Vaughn. Hi, Bill. Um, noticed that Juwan Bentley made the trip with you guys to um, to Chicago this past weekend, and, and obviously Danny has has been traveling with you guys as well. How do you, do you and, and your staff decide which injured or or non roster players uh, you bring on these road trips? Uh, yeah, we decide on a on a case by case basis and. It would depend on the player and the situation and so forth. So what their role is, the game, that type of thing. There's there's a lot of things that would go into consideration. What Just to follow up, what, what value do you see in, in bringing Juwan um, on these trips? Yeah, well, that's something that I've talked about with Juwan. I think we'll keep that as a private conversation. Um, same thing with Danny. Thank you. But clearly, I think there's a benefit for us and a benefit for them, or or we probably wouldn't do it. 
Looks like the final question will be Ben Volan. Uh, afternoon, Bill. Uh, James White looks like someone who's uh, James White looks like someone who's developed into a really uh, dependable and, and crucial player for your offense, filling a variety of roles. Can you just speak to the development that you've seen from him from when he was, you know, a fourth round pick coming out of Wisconsin, and then maybe his first year taking over to what he's become now for you guys? Well, James was a very productive player at, at Wisconsin, and uh, he filled both a, a running and a receiving role there um, over the course of his career. So I think all his skills were evident um, in college. Didn't really get a chance to play much his, his rookie year here, and that was you know Shane's last year. So, um, but. He's, he's always been a very hard worker, very diligent guy, knows his assignments uh, very, very well. Um, Asks questions like a coach would ask him. Um, thinks, uh, has an ability to think really far ahead of what problems could occur on certain fronts or looks or what have you. So he does a great job of that. Um, Always has, but as he's gained more experience, he just knows more and is able to, I'd say, continue to, to push that ahead. You know, um, like Tom has at his position, or Devin has at his position, or Patrick at his position. Um, Hightower, guys like that, that are they start off good and just kind of keep going. And as they learn more and experience more, they're able to, to process more and do more. And, and James has done that. So he works very hard in the off season. Works hard in season. Works hard off the field, on the field. Um, knows what his assignments and responsibilities are, and does his very best to carry them out. He can't ask for any more than that. You said he asks questions like a coach. What does that mean? Well, if you were talking to another coach about a play, the coach would think ahead to what are the problems that could come up on this, um, if they do this, if they do that, if they do something else, what if this, what if this guy lines up here instead of there? Um, those, those are the kind of things that, you know, that, that a player like all the ones I just mentioned, um, Slater in the kicking game, Edner in the kicking game, it's, they, they ask those same kind of questions that they're, it's not just what's my assignment. It's okay. Well, what if these other things happen? Um, you know, how how do we handle it? Are we going to switch it? Are we going to stay with it? Am I going to, you know, could I make this call? Could I make that call? I mean, so that's like when you talk to a coach about a play, that's the way a coach looks at it. Um, sees the whole play, sees all the issues. Here's what we're trying to do, but if they took that away from us, what would we do? Would we go to a different player? We adjust this play. How do we adjust it? Things like that. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Coach. You're welcome.